All right, as a kid, I used to love when my parents would sit down and play a game with us or do any activity. And right here in our hands, we have the KiwiCo box, which is the activity of all activities for young kids. The colorful chemistry set, to be specific. So with Drew and Jet and Bear, we try to have really intentional playtime. And that's hard because they're all different ages and kind of in different developmental kind of phases of life. I love with KiwiCo that each month we get boxes specific to their ages and kind of like the activity development phase that they're in. So each box, this one's the colorful chemistry set. Um, this has to do with science, but especially with Bear, it can be really hard with a four month old to know like how to interact with him where he needs to be at four months old. And I love in these crates, they actually have cards that say, here are activities or things you can do specific to Bear that will help him identify colors or whatever it is. I love KiwiCo. There's always something new for kids to discover, like learning about the science of ice cream, engineering robots, or doing science experiments, which our kids have loved yes. recently. Sean is currently holding, as she said, the Colorful Chemistry Kit, which has provided hours of entertainment for our kids. They look forward to their new crate every month, and this one kept him really engaged. We got to experiment with mixing oil and water, mixing different colors, and watching how different things react. It was so fun. We basically created our own little chemistry lab with the kids, and we could feel their excitement when they got to play around and mix things together. Plus, it barely made a mess, so it was really quick to clean up and to use again another day. It can be hard to find creative ways to keep your children engaged, challenged, and off their screens, but KiwiCo does the work for you, so you can spend quality time tackling projects together. Redefine learning with play. Explore projects that build confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month of any crate at KiwiCo.com when you use code COUPLE. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com. Promo code COUPLE. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Couple Things. With Sean and Andrew. A podcast all about couples. And the things they go through. Today we have some OG YouTubers, ones that we have followed since... We, since before we started social media. I can't believe that we finally got to meet them. I also can't believe it took us so long to finally meet them, you know? I agree. And they live in Nashville. They're new here, which is even like crazier because... Just right up the road. Jess and Gabe Conti. Yes. This was a pleasant conversation. They casually have over 15 million social media followers. That's right. They share their life on YouTube and on social media. They have a newborn daughter. Not newborn. She's almost one, but... Uh, a young daughter, their new parents. We talk about their relationship, parenting, posting it all on social media and their strategies behind it, and what brought them to Nashville. That's right. They each have a book. Jess wrote a day-by-day -day guided journal. That's what it's called. Gabe wrote a mission for meeting, and they just came with a podcast that you can check out. It's called So Far So Good. These two are really fun. Uh, you'll notice Jess's Australian accent, mm -hmm. and we cover a wide range of topics, including mental health, parenting we kind of get into this philosophical discussion and actually gabe and i are going to las vegas together to watch the formula one race so we were fast friends that's an interesting combo there and i also invited him to a 6 a.m workout with the Datterdays crew at, okay. on saturday at 6 a.m and i went to the wrong location and he showed up the right location so wow. we already have a lot of memories together <laughs> it's good it's good so far but Jess, Gabe, thank you for the time. If you want to find out more about these two, we'll link their information. Without further ado, we bring you Jess and Gabe Conti. Do you prefer to be called uh, Gabriel? Oh, I don't, I don't care. Gabe, okay. Gabriel. Yeah, it's whatever. I introduced Jess. myself as Jess, Gabriel. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up as Gabby. Really? Uh, but he doesn't well, like that anymore. In, so well, don't call him Gabby. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Because if I say Gabby, people yeah. have that reaction. They go, really? And then I have to explain that in Spanish, Gabby... Oh, is yeah. a normal like nickname for Gabriel, but yeah. convert it to English and I have a girl's name. Oh, so right. it's like I didn't, didn't take it that way. Yeah, but we have family in Tijuana. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, but like it's just easier to introduce myself as Gabriel and then whatever. There's some yeah. people who call me Gabriel. Some people call me Gabe. My oh, everyone from back home calls me Gabby still. So. Well, but use the accent one more time. I know. Gabriel. Rafael Cora. When that comes out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whoops. All right, everybody, welcome to the show with Jess and Gabriel. No. <laughs> Thanks for having us. You tried your, you tried your best. It didn't land, babe. I did a little tug roll. Yeah. It's honestly, you guys are internet royalty. It's a, it's a yeah, pleasure. Oh, wow. I, oh, my thank God. You. Appreciate it, I guess. I'm not, I, I don't want to say, you know, I'm like a diehard fan, but I've been watching your videos for quite a while. And it's like, you've been in the game for a long time. Thank you. Wow. I feel like you're mm -hmm. one of the official OGs. 
Is I'm that? just like um, setting setting the stage. Well, yeah. Wow, what an intro. <laughs> I feel, <laughs> yeah. I feel oh honored. Gosh. That's that's hilarious. But no, I look I'll at people who've it. like been doing it for longer than us. Yeah. And I, I'm like, no, they're the OGs. Yeah. We just started, I don't know, vlogging when we got, uh, when right around when we got engaged was yeah. when we started vlogging and stuff. And it just like turned into. You were engaged 2015, married 2016? Um, engaged 2016, married 2016. Okay. And yeah. met 2016. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Well, yeah. At the beginning. Well, we met online okay. at the end of 2015. It was like no December. Mm-hmm. And then beginning of 2016, we met in person for the first time. But then by the end of that year, we were married. And then when in between did you, That's like juicy. when, did, yeah. in between yeah. did you become engaged? Okay. Our timeline is February, we started dating, September. Got engaged, December, got married. That's amazing. Yeah. That's a really, sometimes I'm like, how did we do a three month, how did we plan a wedding? Yeah, in three months? It, it is crazy to think about. We just didn't like long distance Yeah, is what it came mm-hmm. down to. And it was, it was like long, it was like US to Australia long yeah. distance. So we were not, and we were going to do the wedding in December, but we were, we were thinking like, okay, do we do it in three months, December, like from September to December, or like, like a plan year it, or a year and yeah. three months, so like family could travel and do all mm-hmm. that. And we were like, we're not doing long distance. Yeah, and my year. mom too was like, if you know, like you're obviously getting married, like why would you wait? Yeah, which mm-hmm. was really nice too because I was leaving my parents mm-hmm. to move here, so that was like definitely the the green light. Yeah, to go ahead. I will say engagement is so hard. So. Props to you guys. I wish our engagement was three months. How long was How it? Long was your engagement? Ours was nine months. Okay. Oh, really that's really short. Yeah. That's like short in the grand scheme of yeah. how long some engagements are. I well, feel like that's the perfect. Dude, the f- three, yeah. five years. What I'm like, what are you doing, guys? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I know. Move the puck, guys. Yeah. Well, and we had not a similar situation because it wasn't long distance, but we had a timeline of it was either going to be like nine months because of NFL mm-hmm. or it's going to be a year and nine months because of NFL. Oh, my God. Uh. And it was like. Definitely nine months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I actually had a vendor at our wedding say once, I asked her what the like ideal time to plan a wedding was, and she said three months. I wonder why. Is it when you book it, no matter how far out, they start planning like three, three months, months ahead. Interesting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, we did the right I guess we did it right. You guys Let's did go. it right. Good work. <laughs> yeah. Strategy right there. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and then vlogging, why pull the trigger on that? Why did you start vlogging when you got engaged? Um we were both doing social media before we met um i was doing it like professionally as my job Mm -hmm. and then she hers was like a hobby but she still had a bit of a following and then we were making videos together while we were dating and then when i was planning to propose to her i uh, i was like okay there's gonna be an engagement video that we'll post somewhere (laughs) But that'd be weird if I just like post it on my channel. Mm. And then I'm like, do I just give it to her and post it on her channel? Like, I don't know. It was like a weird thing. And then and then we were kind of talking about vlogging anyway and like starting a channel, like a separate channel to start vlogging. So it kind of lined up. And we we did a, two vlogs before we did the engagement. Yeah, something video like that. Video or something like that. So. But also you never told me that the reason we started the channel was like because you were thinking about the engagement video, yeah, yeah. you know? So it's just <laughs> funny like hearing your side of like, where do we post the engagement video? It's like, we, need, we should start vlogging, babe. Yeah. I was sick. like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Funny. Man. I, uh, yeah, I, I love YouTube because I feel like it's just like this archive. We consider what we post as shareable home videos. So it's like, oh, that's they're funny. not great YouTube videos. Don't no. get me wrong. Yeah. But for us, it's like, I want to watch this yeah. 10 years from now. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to freaking post this online where I could just search for it anyway. But it's, uh, I love having our, Wedding video on there, our engagement mm-hmm. video. Mm-hmm. We watch it every year on our anniversary. Do you really? Yeah. 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 We wow. Should do we that. should do that. Every it's time fun. We, every time we watch it, I'm like, I cringe a little bit. I know. I think I yes. cringe. Do you cringe all the time? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. You Why think do you cringe? Back, yeah. Uh, we were so young. I was 22 and she was, I was 20, 20. So it was like. Yep. I just I think know. I would do things so differently. So different. You know? Yes. So I don't know, but it's also like you watch it and you're just like, oh, like we were just so little. Yeah. So we should watch it. We yeah, we that's something we should do, for sure. I that's a know. cool tradition. Yeah, we have like is. a yeah. similar experience that we look back and it's like cringy, and all I can think is like we are so naive to yeah. everything. But mm. but it's sweet. It is yeah. sweet. It is sweet. <laughs> and we we've gone to like friends' weddings now who have been 
together eight, nine years, but they're yeah. just now getting married. And their weddings look more like what I could see a wedding being like yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. Totally. But they're matured. Yeah. And they're like, I don't know. It's just yeah. different. I wouldn't change this thing. What, what would you uh, change? Like, What comes to mind when you say that? I think like just everything. I mean, yeah. <laughs> same. The people we invited. Yeah. The guy I was with. No, no literally. <laughs> actually, well, oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> no, but they're actually are like there's like people who I'm really close with now, like friends that we've met after yeah. being married and all that stuff that I'm like, man, I wish like, yeah. I would yeah. now, I didn't even know you then. I would have you as a groomsman. Yeah. Kind of 100%. You know, so that's one of those things where it's like, you're so close with someone they weren't even at your wedding. Yeah. You know, I think for me, I always think about like when we got married, we hadn't even been dating for a year. I didn't cry. Same. And mm. I think if I was to do it now and like I would write my vows so differently, I would just bawl the whole day, I think. Because mm -hmm. our relationship is obviously like so much closer. Yeah. Mm. So I'm always like, should we get married again? <laughs> the 10 year vow yeah. renewal. I love That's that. what we've been talking about. Yeah. I oh, want a really? 10 year vow renewal so bad. It would oh. be sick. Girl, you yeah. want a trip and just an excuse <laughs> yeah, to for take sure. it. Like <laughs> and I get a new dress. Why not? Yeah. But no, it was the same thing. Like we were young. We were 23. Yeah, 23. Yeah. And That's awesome. Like, I was too shy to write my own vows. I didn't want to say it in front of everybody. Really? So we did, like, more traditional vows. Mm -hmm. Nice. And I was, like, emotionally, like, numb. I was like, I can't cry. I can't do anything. I can't ruin my And makeup. watching back, I'm like, oh, I just, I love you so much. I know. I love you so much. You guys wrote your vows. What was? Did you have the classic leather bound journal kind of thing with the? <laughs> no, I had a. I think we had a folded like a piece, piece of paper. Of paper. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That was. If we had four months to plan, we would have. Well, <laughs> we would have had the leather bound <laughs> journal. <laughs> what was the strategy with writing the vows? How did you guys approach that? I'm curious. Oh my gosh, I remember we went to. In Australia, I lived like by a bay, yeah. and we went there to like write together. It was like where I'd go and pray, so it was like a special and. I got baptized there too. So it was like a special place for me. Mm -hmm. um, but I, how did we even I think our like it? sync on it was like a page, like yeah. how long. <laughs> so it wasn't like I have like five pages and yeah. then she has like a paragraph yeah, yeah. or something. Just like, and then I, I think my sister heard both of them to make sure that they like were on the same level, yeah. you know, like yeah. not too funny, not <laughs> too deep. <laughs> you yeah, know? That's clutch. That's yeah. Really yeah. yeah. So they, they were like on the idea. same level, which mm -hmm. was good. I could just have ChatGPT write it. Bro. <laughs> I literally have it write emails for me sometimes. I'm like, oh, what do I say here? And I just like throw in what I want to no, say. Dude. I wonder what it would say. We should try. Andrew tried that it once. Really? Wait, Having it write vows. Well, really? we were doing this video, Married in the Metaverse, because I don't know. I just oh, wanted to go. No, you're doing this video. <laughs> we did the video. I was like, <laughs> what are we doing? You're like, this is oh your idea. <laughs> don't drag <laughs> me into this. <laughs> yeah. Sean's game for all of it. But. Yeah. I, I love that about marriage, though. And honestly, about getting older is it means more now because mm -hmm. of the past seven or eight years you've yeah. been married. And yeah. it's like, so you, you would be way more emotional <clears throat> if you could kind of front load all those things that you've been yeah. through and what Gabe's meant. And it's like, it's so cool when you kind of see the the journey or the yeah. path start taking shape and yeah. and like how god's worked in it it's it's powerful stuff yeah but i'm excited for that with kids too like oh my gosh great so you guys have a one-year-old yeah one-year-old little girl Kills me. little girl oh man she's like she just makes us both melt but like especially gabe it's just yeah. he's such a softy now uh-huh yeah Girls do have, it to you yeah. man girl, girl. Oh, bro. i'll just cry right now yeah <laughs> dude oh my gosh i know man and yeah. just like she's at the age now just started walking and um, yeah, she's like at the age where uh, she's like, is giving me something, you uh -huh. know what I mean? Really like fun. there's like, uh, she's reacting to stuff. She's saying a few words and I'm like, oh my gosh, like you're a human and like, uh, like I'm having fun with her, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. People have always told us that it gets better. Like you won't be able to believe it, but it just keeps getting better yeah, yeah. and it does. Ugh. And the three year old phase with a little girl, I don't think. I personally don't think it can be beat yet. Really? Because they have conversations and they have emotions and yeah, they have yeah. personality. And they'll literally <laughs> sit together <laughs> on the front porch <laughs> and like talk. So oh, that's awesome. And yeah, a three-year-old little girl is my favorite part. I'm excited for you guys. Oh, yeah. I know because so right now she'll like try to talk to us or she'll like do a funny face and I'm just like, what are you thinking? And uh -huh. so I can't wait till that age where mm -hmm. she can actually like tell us. And I bet, 
I bet your daughter just comes out with like the most random things. Yes. Oh yeah. <sighs> I just can't wait. We try not to cuss. Her recent thing is, <laughs> but but we do say. <laughs> freaking a lot yeah like, oh yeah, yeah and so she's been saying that <laughs> it's like simultaneously so cute but you're also like all right i she, gotta cut it out man she said <laughs> the other day she's like that freaking dude and i was like <laughs> or she's like it's a freaking mermaid and i was like stop saying it's so hard because like oh you gosh. can't especially in this phase you can't give attention to it because yeah, yeah, if you give yeah. attention to it it's even more you gotta like re- like <laughs> Drew we don't say that it's freaking it's so funny uh, I think that all the time well, yeah. <clears throat> wow <laughs> daughters I get you man yeah. make yeah. me emotional no but I think that all the time we'll just be driving around having a conversation I'm like oh she's like in the backseat yeah. just yeah. like listening, listening to everything a sponge kind of, yeah mm. oh my goodness I am curious though with your guys's I feel like there's a, a parallel here of like you guys share your entire lives on social media. It's part of your job, but it's your passion, it's all these things. Mm-hmm. Um for us, we've figured out our boundaries of like what mm-hmm. we talk about, what we don't talk about, what we share, what we don't. In your guys' marriage and now in your parenting with your mm-hmm. daughter, how have you guys navigated the roles of like this is what we will share, this is what we'll talk about, but this is too far. What are the boundaries you guys have set up? Wow. Wow. Good question. Yeah, we've talked about this a lot. Yeah. We've had a lot of conversations about it. And it's definitely just going to continually evolve uh-huh. on as she gets older. There's, you know, more kids, oh. like what, what that all looks like. But, um, yeah, I don't know. We've been doing it for so long that it's – we're definitely at a point, which is why we just started our own podcast because it's uh-huh. – we – want to be able to still like connect with our audience really personally, which I think podcasts are great for, but there's a level of like, we can talk about the things that we want to talk about that are happening in our family's life without needing to have like a camera Mm -hmm. in our house all the time. You know what I mean? And we're still, we still vlog every now and then. Um, but we definitely want to just keep things more private, I guess. Um, and that's kind of, where a lot of it like stems from is us just more and more kind of valuing our privacy Mm -hmm. as a family especially with kids you know Mm -hmm. there's i don't know the internet's a crazy scary place for Mm -hmm. for kids so just trying to be wise about it and make the right decisions to protect our daughter you know because that's like one of the main goals as parents is you know uh protect your kids but yeah anyway i think i think podcasting like the world of podcasting but then also us creating a podcast Mm kind of came at a perfect Mm -hmm. time to be able to like take our career into the next phase of of yeah the business and and everything so yeah Um, i think it's allowed us to like share our experience with becoming parents and like we have a lot of viewers who are parents especially like similar stage of life with like a one-year-old or like one child and so it's been really cool to like be able to share that while still keeping privacy I think like the more we've done this especially me I would say more me Mm -hmm. we've realized that like I love a private life Mm -hmm. and I'm like "Hmm, that doesn't really (laughs) work out well with our job so a podcast has been a great place for that Mm. yeah so you guys are kind of what 10 episodes in maybe eight so far, so like, good. Is so it far, so good. Yeah. What did we yeah. post today or yesterday? Honestly, I can't keep count. It, it's Episode something eight, like I that. think it was yeah. something eight. like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah. what can people expect from the show? Um, you lots of laughs. I feel like we, <laughs> I feel like we just have a good time on there. Yeah, we're trying to really have a good time. Just yeah, I, I don't know, be funny with the conversations we have and entertain people at the same time, like provide value and deep conversations and stuff like that. But. Um, yeah, so far so good. The reason why we called it so far so good was uh, I f- we feel like that phrase uh, encapsulates like going on a journey together, like the journey of life. And we um, kind of like what I was talking about, still wanting to ha- have like, uh, I guess, a level of intimacy with our audience and like creating a space to where we're still connecting with them. Um, so, so far so good came from a place of wanting to keep that connection with our audience and make it feel like we're still going through life together uh and just kind of connecting on a deeper level with longer form content and stuff like that so just kind of like 
talking about life, but that's very broad, but more so like journeying through life together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, I feel like pretty closely <clears throat> reflects what your content somewhat was, which is kind of just sitting down like in the living room, you mm-hmm. know, and talking yeah. about whatever subject, but uh i love podcasting man it's like oh it's fun it's been really yeah. fun yeah it's been cool yeah it's great um can't wait to be on i can't thanks for them oh you guys are gosh. you guys are come on come on you guys are uh, podcasting royalty everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt with like the quality and the fit is near impossible i told you guys that i found skims while i was pregnant and now postpartum i found the best nursing bra known to mankind from skims well, they've outdone themselves again because they now have the perfect t-shirt, especially postpartum with a changing body. I can guarantee you, you won't find a t-shirt like it. I love also that Skims has a fit for everyone from the long t-shirts to the cropped. They truly have like sizes and qualities and styles for every single thing you could want. So the cotton jersey t-shirt is the one that I'm talking about. It is an absolute staple. I feel like I'm reaching for it literally every day, especially nursing with bear. It's breathable and soft, and it somehow gets even softer and still holds its shape after every wash. If I could only recommend two of the Skims t-shirts, I would say the cotton jersey t-shirt, which I have in mineral, or the boyfriend t-shirt, literally in any color, are probably my two favorite t-shirts that they make. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. After you place your order, select podcast in the drop-down menu, select couple things to let them know we sent you. Have a good one. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sean and I have been open about our journey with marriage counseling, and it's been really helpful for us. We all carry around different stressors, both big and small, and it's important to sort those out so they don't affect your relationships. I agree, and therapy is such a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. We've been meeting with the therapist individually and as a couple, and it's been a great way to sort through any stressors in the week and have better communication about how we're feeling, which is hard to do when you're busy with kids. BetterHelp is an incredible option if you're thinking of giving therapy a try. It's all online, so it's convenient and flexible with your schedule. It's also nice that you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, so you make sure it's a good fit for you. We would highly recommend trying it out. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash EastFam today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash EastFam. I know. Yeah. I'm like, will you? No. <laughs> we started. We started a couple of things. Well, Sean, I'll tell the story. When did you start it, right. Andrew? Go ahead, tell the story. <laughs> right, go okay, ahead. that happens I to was us all the time. By the way, I'm like five really? days postpartum with our daughter, oh and God. he launched it. <clears throat> he launched it. We had not filmed a single thing. We hadn't like nothing. He literally said to the world, "We just started a podcast, <laughs> and it charted. <laughs> it charted to number one with no episode." We had the, tra- we had the like, trailer up. We had the trailer. That's uh-oh. amazing. Guys. And I literally was like, That's... you piece of poop. But <laughs> you piece of freaking poop. <laughs> I don't know if I've told you this stuff, but it was stemmed from the same feeling of we're we have a kid now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're we make videos for a living. What if we don't want this to be what we do anymore? Yeah. So yeah. podcasting, I just uh But I remember it was like seven days postpartum. He's like, We really gotta get a full episode up. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna kill you. Oh, I was still like seven days. Yes, same. I was like post C-section. I couldn't oh even get God. off the couch. Oh my God. Mistakes were made for yeah. sure. Dang. Mistakes were but made. now it's like but our favorite thing we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's four years in now. But wow. Yeah, but it's a good origin story. You know? What's your guys' daughter's name? Makaya. What's the origin of that name? Um, we we were looking at biblical names online, but kind of wanted something unique. And but not like too unique. It was like probably like the hottest m- decision, by the way, is yeah. picking a name. Oh yeah. We didn't want like a made up name that was like, well, what are you doing? Yeah. But we wanted <laughs> yeah. something that I don't know, just felt unique to us, but that had some sort of meaning. Yeah. So Micaiah yeah. is in the Old Testament, but it's a a man's name, mm-hmm. and so we spelt it differently. And the mm-hmm. the girl's spelling of it apparently is Hawaiian for um. Ocean, Ocean princess? princess or something like that. Right. And we're like, okay, cute. Hawaii like is in between where we both lived, and we were like trying to make it deep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did. But, but then, but then we the, just liked it. Yeah, then the prophet in the Bible is like prophet, like speaking truth, and that's like really needed in our generation. So that was something kind of cool to have connected to her name. But know? we didn't decide 
on her name until she was in our arms. Even then we were just like, I don't know if this happened to you guys too, but we were like, okay, is it Micaiah? It was just like, yeah. it's such a bizarre moment. Oh, we got moment. massive cold feet. Really? Oh, yeah, because like at our hospital, they wouldn't let you leave without filling out the social security paperwork. Yeah. Oh. So you had to write down a name. Did you, but did you guys decide on the name beforehand? We thought we were set. We thought we were set. <laughs> and then we were holding her and we we're like, I don't, I got nervous. We're going to go with Drew for, uh, we don't have a meeting or anything. It was just, you know. We yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but oh. It's tradition as... in his family to name the first son after the father. And we, we didn't want to do that. And I was like, how about we name a daughter Drew? That's really oh, cool. Oh, wait. Like, that's pass really on cool. Name. I always envisioned having a daughter first and then her just being like an absolute boss, you yeah, know, like yeah. commanding a room or situation. So yeah. it worked out great. But we were filling out the paperwork and... uh I was like, maybe we should just go with Vanessa. I think, Vanessa, I, think I think Vanessa's it. No way. We never got, talked about this. It was Wait. never a name that we even like was brought up. He's like, how about Vanessa? And I was like, who are you? Oh my god! It also was kind that of so it gave funny. us cold feet because like our daughter's name is Drew Hazel, mm -hmm. and especially in Nashville, it was kind of the beginning of like more modern names. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I remember when they later in my arms they said do you have a name and i was like her name's drew hazel and they're like oh hazel's so beautiful and i was like oh but what about drew but her name's <laughs> drew <laughs> yeah. and nobody like drew? would pick it up and i was like oh no you're like looking at the name? nurses reactions do you like it yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah but it, it's so nerve-wracking naming a baby because yeah. it's permanent mm -hmm. now do you look at her and you're like Vanessa, like, oh yeah, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> like she can never I be love, Vanessa. But I love that name for a girl. Thank you, Vanessa. Yeah. No, no. No, Hazel. Oh, it was yeah, it's nerve wracking. Um, in regards to your guys's faith, mm -hmm. I feel like you guys are very faith based people, mm -hmm. especially now that you're in Nashville too. It's yeah, yeah, kind of cool. the world's colliding. <laughs> but where do you find that line with social media? Because it's such an amazing thing to steward, but mm -hmm. it can be very polarizing with the modern day social media world. Totally. Yeah, we um, we started all of it like not like our goal wasn't to be like mm -hmm. Christian speakers or anything like that. Yeah. Not that that's like what we do. Obviously, we do like speak on our faith mm -hmm. when it's appropriate, but our main like view on it is that we are in the entertainment space mm -hmm. and uh, we talk about and show our life. And our life, obviously, we're believers, so it's going to come out mm -hmm. when we're talking about our life or showing our life or whatever. But, um, yeah, when it comes to, like, I don't know when it comes and there's so many like issues in the world that especially as Christians that we want to talk about and weigh in on and everything like that. Um, but we've kind of d through lots of conversations and talking about like, what do we actually like post about when it comes to like issues or current events or, or anything like that. And we decided that since it's, we will be ineffective if we try and, speak on everything especially when that's like not our our platform we're not mm -hmm. like christian speakers mm -hmm. or like uh, political like but yeah or we're like yeah. educators or anything like that uh we're making entertainment content so like as a family and as like our family business like what is the thing that we're putting a stake in the ground for and we are going to be uh talking about or the things that we will talk about and that for us was human trafficking is just something that we're both really passionate about and um, as a family, we donate to organizations that um, deal with human trafficking and stuff like that. So um, that's one thing that we will mainly talk about on mm -hmm. our social media when it's, mm -hmm. I don't want to say appropriate because that's a weird word to say, but when, like when we do, if that yeah. makes sense. And do you remember the quote that you used in your book that is kind of around, I always forget it, but it's like, Dun dun dun. Oh, oh, I, I know. <laughs> and oh. then when you're using sounds it? for yeah, the yeah, quote, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're saying. <laughs> what? You know what I mean? That quote. <laughs> um, at, at all times, preach the gospel, and when necessary, use words. 
that was it. I'm I surprised you got it. You I got wasn't, that it's, not my, that. it's not my quote. Dun, yeah, dun, I know. Dun, I knew what you were talking about. Because it, it, it has a cadence to it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I will say that that's what we always talked about because he mm-hmm. came from a family that was so they valued like outward words preaching at all mm-hmm. times, and I lived a more like camera forward mm-hmm. life at a mm-hmm. young age. And I was always like, lead by example. And when they ask how, that's your opportunity to yeah, like, yeah. share. Yeah, I love that. I like, I love that. Yeah. You guys are Nailed it. Nailed it. That's so funny. Wow, that was amazing. And you understood what she I knew what she was talking about. That's seven years marriage right there. Yeah. You're from Australia? I am, yeah. As his Hillsong, is that right? Yes. Was that like a big, was that any part of your story? Yeah, I, that was the church that I went to in Australia and the church that Gabe went to when uh, he lived in LA. So, yeah, we, before we met and then we started going to Hillsong in LA after we got married for a little bit. Then we w- went to another smaller church. We wanted like a more, in LA, it's just like so crazy. We yeah. wanted mm-hmm. like just a more intimate community. But, but that was one of the first things we talked about in DMs where we met. Um, because I was heading out to LA on a trip by myself. And so I messaged him to ask like what churches he went to just so I could like visit something while I was in LA. Wanted that, to, was, like, that was how she slid into the DMs. She's like, what church? The church you card. Nice. And I was like, a Christian? You shot the first shot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I yeah. did. Nice, nice. He wouldn't have known who I, I was just like a little Australian girl. <laughs> I, I had a buddy, an Australian friend who was staying with me in LA at the time for like three weeks. He was just crashing at my place. And then she saw me through his stuff and. Yeah. Then she DM'd me, and then we just started talking. Wow. Yeah. What church you go to? That's a good pickup line. And then he yeah. said, said Hillsong, so that was like, oh, I go to Hillsong in, a, in Australia. So yeah. that was the start of it. Honestly, that might be the best pickup line. I was, I was going to say, it <laughs> weeds out so much yeah. in one question. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was unintentional, but it worked. So. Yeah. I have a friend whose pickup line was crazy. Just got married, so it worked. But he would <laughs> weed out people online by saying are you christian and if so how many kids do you want no but it, it, made, it made sense for his personality so yeah. for someone to respond to that like positively it's like oh yeah that's a match made in and heaven, it worked you know? now he's married yeah now he's yeah. married as of like two days ago yeah yeah really yeah, yeah. yeah. wow yeah hey good for that guy yeah. <laughs> the, the we've taken a turn i feel like the last nine months where it was I don't know. We were never, we would never do like a podcast episode on our faith. Really. Yeah, 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 yeah. For no reason, it was just not top of mind. But then, the last nine months have been really interesting. Where we're like, oh no, this is necessary. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. maybe it's an old guy thing too. Like, or you have kids. <laughs> oh, and, old guy. Well, no. thirty-one <laughs> and so old. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but Bro, I feel you. I turn twenty-nine next month. Dang. <laughs> Almost thirty. Yes, thirty-five. <laughs> like, oh no! <laughs> uh, that's crazy. But uh, I, I love to read, and at some point you get to like reading Jordan Peterson or whatever. Mm-hmm. And all these guys are saying that this there's only one truth, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're all just repackaging the Bible essentially. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, all yeah. like anybody that hits a mainstream, I feel like is just doing some different twist on some, a biblical concept. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You also yeah. realize. I've had this thought. I don't even know if I've talked to you about it, but you think about the Bible being an ancient text and it's more than that, but there's thousands of years of wisdom mm-hmm. that's been distilled in these yeah. stories. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's it's the peak examples of all these different things that you can go through, like betrayal or marriage mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. parent. And it's like just thousands of years of iterating, like, hey, that... That story best tells this lesson. It's, it's like yeah, yeah, I love it. It's just, there's no way around it. It's like really valuable stuff. Anyway, did, did I say that in a cool I, way? No, no, yeah. that's that's awesome. And what's really cool is how it all just yeah. all ties together. And you know, yeah. something yeah. that was said a thousand years before is like yeah, dude. perfectly like prophesied to what happened a thousand years later. You know what I mean? So it's just. It's crazy. The whole story of it. Like the mini stories is like the lessons and then yeah. just the truth of it being truth, being yeah. confirmed. Do you guys have the uh, Jesus Storybook Bible that you no. read? No. Oh, no. We it's actually so much about yeah, it. Yeah, we've, we've... Amazing. We'll send you one. <laughs> on the Christmas list. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, I was also just 
I guess uh, Islam is taking, uh, or it's like thriving right now. Oh, really? And um, they were talking about the reason is because men in today's society are struggling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Islam is like this super masculine, like high testosterone, conquer the world yeah. type vibe. And then it got me really pumped about Jesus as like the mm-hmm. main figure, though, because he's like this gentle warrior he's like the yeah. guy that hangs with kids mm-hmm. you know but he's also the dopest i'm just mm-hmm. reflecting on how you said nine months ago you didn't talk about faith now we're jesus is the goat i was <laughs> telling you this the whole time oh, man, I, was, I was just gonna <laughs> add the oh he's the goat now we're man. talking about is is long uh, um i will say to give context that the past nine months i feel like we've had so many people around in our lives so their community or family friends Mm -hmm. just really been struggling with so many different things and the only way that we've been able to deal with it is like faith Mm -hmm. yeah and if you don't mind talking about this you were very open not too long ago about like your season of depression and just Mm -hmm. like you shared that with the world one how did you handle it how did you come through it together mm-hmm. and what was your purpose or like what was your reasoning to yourself and saying I want to share this with everybody um it was affecting work like I couldn't work I, I couldn't like make content like mm-hmm. as frequently just because I was so um yeah I was just in a bad spot and it was like I had to say something at mm-hmm. some point just because, you know, and at, at first it was like, how did we phrase it back in 2019? Like, I'm not doing too well. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a break. Yeah. You know. Um, I think we needed to, though, because, like, mm-hmm. we were posting weekly. And there's only so much, like, faking you can do mm-hmm. on camera, you mm-hmm. know. So it was really, like, burning you out. Yeah. So even like missing a couple of weeks, like people are going to notice, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And then I, I don't, I don't know like what, if it was like a super calculated decision on thinking if I was going to share or not, I, I'm, I wear my heart on my sleeve. Just like, that's just my personality. So I was pretty open talking about it. Um, and then as as far as like going through it and like trying to get through it, like Jess was a massive help. Um, just as far like her personality is so just patient and kind and loving and just, you know, she would not push me too far as far as like, like she knew what I needed to do. Like when you're depressed, you don't, there's so many things that you know you need to do, but you just can't get yourself to do them. Like wake up consistently at the same time, exercise because it's, you know, great for dopamine. Like all the things that's like good to do when you are depressed, you just don't want to do, you know. And Jess knew these things and was so incredibly like, I don't know, tactful in her way of uh, uh, the way she approached it was like, helping me to the point to where she wasn't pushing me too far, if that makes sense. And just like being so encouraging the whole time. And, um, it was, I don't, yeah, I don't know how, how I could have really gone through it if it wasn't being married to, to you, Jess. Um, but then in addition, are you going to cry? (laughs) I'm not going to cry. Um, that's not my wedding video. Um, (laughs) but, uh, at the same time, to bring it back to faith. Um, we, uh, yeah, I just, it felt like God was using this to just keep me close to him. Cause I, I, I have like a very driven personality and, um, a very obsessive personality. So when it came to like our career and working and I just continually like go down the spiral of, of working myself way too hard and, pushing myself too much and then you know it uh, now I'm very aware of it if it happens I'm like oh I can tell I'm starting to burn out a little bit where before it'd be like 
now that's me being weak. I need to push myself harder, you know? Um, and it, it, as much as it feels like a weakness, having mental health issues and everything like that, it, it really feels like it was a gift that God gave me to keep me reliant on him, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then just really going through, like even going through the Psalms was like huge, just reading through it and, and mm-hmm. hearing like, you know, stuff like David went through and just like his, these like amazing songs of like talking about being like at high highs and really low lows, which is like how I kind of experience life being more emotional. Like my highs are super high my lows are super low and just being able to relate to that and it being like biblical in scripture and, um, you know, knowing that I'm not crazy for feeling that way. And, um, and then just like key verses that helped me that I would just like, as I'm <clears throat> asleep at night, just repeating them in my head and stuff like that, just really having to be reliant on God during that season was massive you know would you mind putting me in your your mind like what is it like being in the mind of a depressed in a depressed state oh man um it's it's very gradual in in over time like even recently it's i i know when i'm starting to feel a little burnt out and i'll give myself like days off to to like combat it just because I know where it can lead. So it's like constantly feeling overwhelmed and then my mind not being able to shut off, <clears throat> shut off about the overwhelm. And it's kind of like a, uh, uh, just, I, I hate saying spiral, but kind of like mm-hmm. a ping pong back and forth of feeling away emotionally. It makes you think a certain way, like things are getting worse. That makes you feel worse emotionally. So you think worse about a certain way and it just goes all the way down. And if you're not doing anything to combat it, then you get to a point where it's like, like waking up in the morning is like the hardest thing. Just like laying there and knowing that you should get out of bed, but it is one, like a, just such a battle just to, go like this with the covers and just take them off of you and just like put your feet on the ground because you don't want to start that ping pong like process kind of because you're already there and you're just like don't want to deal with life Mm. so it's just debilitating to like want to have to confront life and and yeah it's it's definitely hard to explain um but yeah it sucks that was insightful thank you sorry no 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 that's, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm, I wear my heart on my sleeve, so I can talk about it. And I'm, things are amazing now. So, yeah. yeah. Especially having a daughter yeah. has been, or just a, a kid, I guess, has been just given me so much purpose outside of our work world. Because mm-hmm. like even, you know, it's like our marriage is our marriage, but it's also like we're running a business together mm-hmm. and it's, the the product that people are seeing is our relationship. So so much of our world and our life is just centers around work. Um, so we you know we put things in place to like like try not try try not uh, working. Well, we like take a Sabbath. So like every mm-hmm. Saturday, the freaking don't work. best. Bro, it's yeah. the best. Oh my gosh, it yeah. was life changing when we started it, and we're like, how did we not have a rest day before? Well, people, because when you say Sabbath, I'm like. Yeah, I know. I'm it's out. like <laughs> I'm out. What are you? Yeah, yeah. What even is that? But you're like just a day of rest. Yeah. 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 Or we read this book, Restle- uh, Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Yeah. Bro, I just finished it. So good. Talks about Sabbath, and he's like, "What if you just had one day to do all the best yeah. things in life?" Mm. And so Sean and I wrote a list of yeah. all of our favorite things to do, like making a fire, e-bikes, playing in the playroom with the kids, mm-hmm. Hot Wheels or whatever. And it's like, awesome. Taking the kids to the farmer's market or <clears throat> yeah. whatever. Let's do as many of those as we can. It's, oh, dang. Yeah. What? Do the things that. Yeah. missed the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. All these yeah. years. Yeah. Well, one I'm, thing in that book that uh, that resonated with me is, it, is at the very end, he was talking about it. He's like, I want to experience the goodness of God every day. Yeah. And that was that was just like, oh my gosh, I don't feel like I do that. I'm too busy yeah. all the time thinking about work and, mm. and all this stuff. And, you know, having that day of rest to kind of like reset, put things into perspective and, you know, attack the week with purpose, not out of like obligation. Yeah. You know, so. What was the other book from him? God Has a Name. Dude, any book by, that, any any book by John Mark John Mark But I think that's something that kind of comes with our business, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. all of ours. 
and it's kind of coming with just modern day business anymore, especially after COVID. Everything's virtual, so there's no nine to five. You don't yeah. go to work and then leave and get to leave it at home. Work is at home yeah. at all times. And with us, especially with social media, turning your brain off is impossible. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. Because you're like, oh, we're actually going to Disney World this weekend. This would be a great video. Oh. Or like, exactly. <laughs> whatever it is. But yeah. then you're like, how do I balance this from taking a Sabbath and letting mm-hmm. this be fun and letting this. And that's, it's this constant like hamster wheel. And <clears throat> I just want to say thank you for sharing that because we've been very open on our podcast about like, eating disorders and anxiety and mm. how we support each other through it. And I think the last question I had with that was just how did you identify it in him and how mm. did you support him through it? I think just being married for so long now, I can tell, as he said, like he's a very emotional person. So I can tell as soon as something is off and I don't know. I think day to day, he's a very like driven, productive, motivated person. And so I could start to tell like even sleeping in or like it was just like little things that were starting to add up. And um, we were both going to therapy at the time um, to the same therapist. Well, the f- separately, the first time, first time, we yeah. weren't. That's true. The first we time we went, going. she she we were on family vacation in 2018 with not not just us like her her whole family was in town and i was just like out of it and she was like when we get back to this we were still living in la at the time she was like when we get back to la you're going to therapy so like she called someone to make sure that Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it was really hard on that vacation too i just remember like my family all being from australia have never seen snow and so we went to um a place in California that it was literally snowing and we all went out and Gabe didn't come. And so that, I think that was like one of the main things, like he just laid down in bed, stayed in the bedroom. Um, but yeah, the, so I'm thinking about the second time that Gabe went through depression, we were seeing the same therapist and I just like me not knowing much about depression. Mm -hmm. I just like wanted to know as much as I could. So I, even like in my own therapy session, I was just like, this stuff isn't important right now. Like I need to, mm-hmm. I need to know more about like what Gabe is going through. So I was asking her about depression and she was explaining as much as she could to me and like what would be good for him, kind of what he was saying, like eating consistently, getting outside, mm-hmm. like getting some sun and working out, um, waking up, having like good routines and so, yeah, the it w- it's really hard watching your partner go through that and just, like, wanting to be, like, he can't see it while he's in it, but me going, like, I know what's good for mm-hmm. you. Like, mm-hmm. So just trying to be very, like, patient and, like, hey, I'm going for a walk. Do you want to come on a walk with me? And little things like that to just try to encourage it. Um but it's definitely hard and just encouraging him to like journal and like different things like that. But yeah, I think the most important thing for me was to like educate myself because Mm -hmm. I just like, I just didn't understand it. Mm -hmm. Balance is so interesting, isn't it? I'm even, I think to do extraordinary things, you have to have an extraordinary quality or drive, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, you hear all these stories about Olympians getting depressed. It's like, oh, you want a gold medal. But it's like mm. the very same quality that led you to winning a gold medal is mm. is why you're depressed. Like you gotta you have like this spinning wheel and nowhere to put it down to have traction. And your um like your drive that led you to this point mm-hmm. is kind of the same thing that now you have to check. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's just interesting to to view it as like, okay, this is a really beautiful thing that i've been given like this artistic vision but what's the what's the right priority of it or like mm-hmm. what's the right placement of mm-hmm. it anyway yeah yeah uh, that's a constant i battle with that all the time like what yeah just w- like how am i supposed to be applying myself because mm-hmm. it's like oh i'm creative but i'm also entrepreneurial mm-hmm. like what is the am i yeah. supposed to be like starting businesses and then 
or am I like actually supposed to like lean into like my like I went to when we were talking about FSU like I went to FSU to get my acting degree which I didn't finish getting but like do I fully lean in and try and make films like what is you know like what is like continually thinking about that and at the same time we have our business together that's is like the main thing that we do so it's Mm -hmm. like where's the balance between all of that and how do I apply myself and everything and it's a constant like that hamster wheel is like could be pretty damaging in my head because then I start comparing myself I'm like okay what are these people doing and how are they doing it and it's like oh if I did what that person was doing I would have been so much farther along than what you guys are the same (laughs) (laughs) you guys are the same but who are you looking at though (laughs) 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 that is that is the the coolest part about our industry is like it's so creative it's so Mm -hmm. entrepreneurial it's so business-minded but every single person is doing it differently. Yeah. And it's so hard not to sit down and have a conversation with someone and be like, oh, wait, I never th- thought about that. Mm. Oh, my gosh. And, and then, then you you're go, like, you question <laughs> everything you've been doing for everything. the past like, five years. You're everything. Like, oh. And then you try to do that and it doesn't work. And then yeah. you just go back to what you're doing. <laughs> we, I feel like we are on that hamster wheel all the mm. time. Yeah. What are you guys excited about right now? What project? Are you looking for a short, educational, and entertaining podcast your kids can listen to while you cook dinner, fold laundry, or just need a few minutes to yourself? Then check out Mysteries About True Histories by Starglow Media. It's so, so cute. I listened to a few episodes, and when it was over, I was like, dang, that was really fun. It's made by the creators of the hit podcast, Who Smarted, and the Netflix show, Brainchild. So these people know what they're doing. As a little background info, every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time, packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning really cool. The series explores themes like the stories behind math, critical thinking, code breaking, pattern solving, and more. So it's perfect for kids ages six and up. There's a new episode every Thursday, each filled with so much laughter that your kids won't even realize how much they're learning. So tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hmm. A podcast. Podcast, definitely. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? I don't know. We'd moved into a new house a few months ago. Or let's two, go. Almost two months ago. That was a big like renovation project for me. So yeah. like still kind of like decorating and doing that. Yeah. That's been amazing. Just have it. We were up on a little bit of a hill, so we have a view and the sunrise through our like bedroom window every morning. Just like, yeah. That's and that's amazing. like, I was like, started reading Ruthless Elimination in a Hurry before we moved in. And then I finished it like a few weeks after we moved in. And I was like, oh, I'm like experiencing the goodness of God here at this mm-hmm. new home. It's like, yeah, it's been so cool. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Are you big into the wow. interior design world? Big, yeah. Love, Love it. it. So Same. much fun. Yeah. We're always reorganizing furniture and yeah. nonstop. I'm like, yo, it's, yeah, it's like fine. Just get the bedroom done. And it's, <laughs> yeah. it's done. It's done. Yeah. You don't have to do yeah, it again. That's exactly what he's like. <laughs> it's never done. No. Yeah. Cleaning yeah. up different seasons or holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You both have written a book. We. Each, yeah. Each. Yeah. Sort of. Mine is <laughs> your traditional book that that you the read. person reads the whole thing. Hers is like Mine's a, a, a journal. guided journal. Yep. Yeah. What inspired that? It, day day by day. Day yeah. by day. Day by yeah. day. And then uh, a mission for meaning. Yep. Yeah. We yeah. have we have one here. Yep. Oh, uh, didn't I bring it? Yeah. For uh, when I did the podcast with yep. Steven. Steven. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what inspired the day by day journal? Um, I am a big like planner journal girl, and anytime a journal girly, girly, if you will, <laughs> and anytime I'd walk into a bookstore. That's straight where I'd go. Like yeah. I wanted to look at the guided journals and I think it it also shows a bit of my personality of like I really like getting deep with things, but I also love having fun and like doing more lighthearted stuff. So I felt like I there wasn't the perfect guided journal for me. And whenever I'd look at one, I'd be like, oh, I'd do this differently. <laughs> and just being such like a journal girl myself, I was like, I think I have like what it takes to make my own. Let's go. So it was really fun. And I was super involved, obviously, like um, even like down to the design process. Like I just wanted to, I wanted it to, to be just like cover to cover. So it was really fun. Yeah. And, and that just released in January, right? I think so. Yeah. 
Dang, you know wild. more than that's, me. <laughs> um, yeah, that's actually, that feels like that was well, probably because you were working on it for like two years. years before it released. Yeah, that feels like two years ago. <laughs> but even when I released it, like one of the main bits of like feedback that I got was my viewers saying, "Oh, this just like screams Jess," and that's like exactly what I wanted. That's so, great. Yeah, it was really fun. I'm also a big journal girl. I've been getting into it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring you one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew journals a lot. That's awesome. A lot. That's great. Yeah. Um, what type of, this might be ambiguous, but noodle on it for a second. What is your mission as a parent? What's the goal? It's like, if we did this, <clears throat> mission accomplished. Wow. We have a family mission statement. Dig it. Um. Do you want to go through it? No, we it's so long. You don't want to. I hear mean, it. it's a long, long form podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically ten different pillars of that. Like, we want our whole family to like live by. One. Yeah. Pursue. <laughs> do, you, do you want to say it? Okay, fine. One pursue faithfulness and intimacy with Christ and each other. Love. This is how we do it. Do we like? We practice it. More? We practice it every week. We have a family team meeting every week, and then part of that is just reviewing our family mission statement, and then. One, just going through it to make sure that we have it memorized, but then two, uh, kind of reflecting on how we're applying ourselves through our weeks and adjusting things to better try and, like, like to, to create habits and rhythms through our week to make sure that we're, like, living by living it. by mm. that mission statement. So what, what's two? I do, I mean, yeah, can, I really I love want it. to. Okay. Okay. I say we're... Fully I'm a on nerd board for this. this. We do okay. values, morals. Oh, so we're doing a three-day workshop this weekend yeah. on oh, no this way. type of stuff. On, oh, okay. on our yeah. whole like life plan as a family. Oh, so. oh let's so, go. Okay, so, we're so, you so, have, so you have to say number two. Number two, right? always encourage each member of this family. Uh, number three is be a home and family to others. Number four, always foster a peaceful environment. Number five, live a purpose-filled, inspiring story. Number six, be leaders through action. Number seven, be generous with our time, emotions, and finances. Number eight, be fun and adventurous. Number nine, make the world more beautiful through creating. And number 10 is prepare an inheritance for future generations. I dig it. (laughs) I know it's long. (laughs) We'll write those down. We'll take them for the next (laughs) 72 hours. (laughs) A peaceful environment? Why is that the standard? What's Uh, it? Tell me about the word peace. Um... So I think like for me it was like the whole depression thing and then Jess is just like exudes peace and is very much like a you're pretty peaceful a home oh, right thank you yeah. <laughs> so thanks she just uh I kind of know why we said that peaceful environment you go um why am I talking well it was <laughs> I just have like a practical <clears throat> memory in my head of like when we were writing it down but mm. we just have we both have cousins that have incredible kids, like, and as soon as you walk into the house, it's just, like, peaceful, mm. and we look up to both of those cousins a lot, mm. and so we, like, we just want to be like them, really, so we, like, want to be that family for other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Ruthless Elimination in a Hurry, dang, that, that book's getting a lot of love. On yeah. <laughs> but... It, we had him, I have a book, we too. Had him on the I wrote a book. <laughs> <laughs> like, I also wrote a book. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tell us about your book. No, 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 actually talk about it. I want to hear what you had to well, say. He, he mentions that Saul, Saul or Son, Solomon says that uh, the purpose of or a good life is not like a high achieving one or it's not about wealth. It's not about travel. It's about finding peace. Mm. And that struck me. I was like, yeah, interesting. OK. I don't even know what that word means, really. Is it like quiet? Yeah. No. No, I don't know. Know. it's just a feeling. Because yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it's like I, you know, I don't know if I have my homies over and we're playing Rocket League. I freaking love Rocket League. Rocket League <laughs> yeah. so what time are we playing tonight? Oh, okay. no, no, no. I, I literally just started a group chat with a few friends <laughs> I was hanging out with yesterday. We used to. Oh, my gosh. Every day at 4 p.m., <laughs> me and two buddies would play Rocket League. Bro, no. <laughs> let's go. No, there were a couple this nights pre-kids. early pre-kids. on, pre-kids, early marriage, where like I'd wake up in the middle of the night and in the house that we lived in, there was like no place to go. And he would be like hiding in the closet 
Babe, it's playing quality, Rocket quality League. time with the boys. No, I was playing yes. PUBG. I was playing PUBG oh. then, but wow. Rocket okay. League. Oh anyway, what we're talking about peace and G- peace. Anyway, <laughs> like that, like, like even something like that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> even something like that. That's ridiculous. You know, just like there's something about using our home for like moments where you're experiencing like mm-hmm. so much happiness and quality time with people and that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 there's something about especially like for me like jess has always like had that peace about her and then going through depression that was like the goal is like to get back to feeling at peace mm-hmm. um and kind of having that as a mission statement and setting up our home to try and be a place of peace and um yeah i don't know it's just that's that word's been really important to us mm. love that uh, yeah all right tell us about your book now <laughs> uh, my book i basically i talk about the, a lot of like depression and a lot of stuff that i dealt with but um, I kind of just go through. <coughs> Sorry, I'm <laughs> cracking in this podcast. I know. <laughs> it's this time of year. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. just brutal. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know what's going on. I'm like coughing too. Um, so I basically go through like my whole life, but also my family's life, like my parents, and I even talk about like my grandparents and um, my parents' story is pretty crazy. My mom has HIV, and she got that in the relationship that she was in before she met my dad and then she was given 10 years to live she was like i'm not gonna have a family that's like out of the picture now just like in her mid-20s just completely like kneecapped you know and then my dad with his relationship that he had before my mom he he was married to another woman and uh ended up having an abortion and like convincing his wife to get an abortion and Fast forward, my parents meet, they, my mom eventually tells him, he's like, hey, I have HIV, like, you're probably not going to want to pursue this relationship, and my dad, he lost his mom when he was 16 years old, his mom died from cancer, and his mentality was like, I'm going to love this girl even, you know, like, till her last breath, basically, Um, and they, they, started their relationship and this was before they this was before they met god really and um they ended up getting pregnant with my older brother and they were like they didn't know what to do because everyone was saying like you have to get an abortion like the baby's gonna have hiv like that's just what's gonna happen and a lot of things happened where God was like kind of showing up in their life. Like my dad had a a dream that God was basically saying like, if you kill this baby, I'll surely let you die. Like that's the phrase. And he remembers it. And that he kind of interpreted as like, God's going to take his hand of protection off his life. Um, and uh, you know, there's, there's a few other things that happened. Jeez. (coughs) But, um, yeah, I'll take some of that water. Thanks, babe. See, she's here for me. (laughs) He's been coughing for an hour. Yeah, I know, no. sorry. Finally, <laughs> no, no. Um, and at that point, they were like, "All right, we're gonna, we're just gonna, we're gonna do this thing." They they got married, had my older brother, and the way it worked was, um, the ba- the baby if a ba- if the mom has HIV, the baby could be born with HIV and then it stays. The baby could be born without HIV and it doesn't come the baby could be born without it and then it does show up or vice versa the baby could be born with it and then it goes away and the period was usually like two years to know what would happen um and so it's like a roll of the dice and the best that they knew at the time was like your baby's going to probably have hiv so um so my older brother my older brother was born and they were like all right we won't test him until after he's two years old because that's the time when you would know if the virus is going to stay, if he has it and it's there or not. Um, but then I, they got pregnant with me like a few months later. So then they basically did it again and they're like, okay, when I turn two years old, then they'll test both of us. Uh, so that was the case. And then like complete miracle, we both ate HIV free. And then they had my younger sister and my younger brother and none of us have HIV and my dad has never gotten HIV and my mom has lived 30 years, which was like 20 years past the, the wow. 
like death sentence she was given, which is crazy. So that's that whole mm-hmm. like crazy experience in their life, like just drew them straight to God. And um, it was kind of they're like the first generation that God like radically changed in our family. And like since then, you know, now they're seeing their grandchildren be born and stuff and just trying to like carry that on so like kind of starting from that story basically and telling the story of my family and then into us and our relationship and then the whole social media stuff and depression and um yeah just kind of how it all has come to basically this point yeah glad you're here man thank you appreciate (laughs) it me too me too (laughs) yeah wow wow yeah do you want to ask the uh we ask every couple this no pressure but you guys are seven years in, mm-hmm. almost eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost, almost seven. seven. Almost seven. Almost. Yeah, okay. yeah, like in a, a few months. That's right. Um, <clears throat> if you were to give, or what is the best piece of advice you have been given or would give about marriage and your relationship? Hmm. Do you have something? Yeah, I do. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I just didn't know if you want to go first. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Mine would be to don't enter a relationship with the expectation to receive something. Enter a relationship to give. Mm. Hmm. I still don't know what mine (laughs) would be. Mm. I think, like, we truly just have so much fun together, and I feel like with busy schedules and then having a newborn, like, you know, life is a roller coaster. but like what we really try to do is just like keep being each other's best friend. I know that sounds like cliche, but I don't know. We, we will just like crack up in the car or like giggle before we go to sleep. <laughs> and I think that like, not that we're like super old, but it like keeps our marriage young. I feel like, cause we're just, you yeah. know, we like, are always just having fun together. Keeps things lighthearted too. Yeah. Especially with like we're running a business together and mm-hmm. you know, all the stresses that can come with with that. Mm. I'm trying to keep the child alive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. I like that. I interpret that as uh I just think of the saying to know is to love. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you're always mm-hmm. seeking to know you're sp- like there's always something new mm-hmm. yeah, to yeah. figure out whether it's that's awesome. How they're thinking or you know what th- there's always a new situation to, to talk about but yeah i'm so glad to know you guys yeah this you guys is so fun it's great awesome. to meet you guys in person I yeah know. i know finally yeah. it's yeah. been too long <laughs> i feel yeah. like there's so many people in our city now that uh, we all haven't met in person yet. In, yeah. in our city in yeah, yeah, yeah. In our nashville. city, in city <laughs> i didn't know if we were saying it's nashville so i wanted to be like <laughs> we're still new yeah <laughs> in the city not ours yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Collectively. All right, we better close this podcast. Gabe and I have to go play it. <laughs> oh, let's go. Don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you, guys. Me. Thank you. Yeah, no, yeah. thank you, guys. We appreciate it. It's been awesome. All right, real quick for all of those listening out there. We don't ask for a lot of favors, I don't think, babe, do we? No. But we're going to ask you a favor today, all right? If you're listening to Couple Things Podcast on Apple Podcasts specifically, will you please do us this short, quick favor? We want to make sure you're staying up to date with our show and Apple's latest iOS update has paused downloads for many listeners. And some of you have expressed our latest episodes aren't being recommended to you on Apple Podcasts anymore. So here's how to make sure you're getting your episode. And again, this is for Apple Podcasts specifically. Open up that podcast app on your iPhone. Search Couple Things and tap Our Shows icon. And then in the top right corner, you might see a plus follow symbol. If you do, tap it to resume following the show. If you get a prompt to, quote, turn on automatic downloads, say yes. That way, you'll get all of the episodes. Thank you so much, guys. We're so glad this update was brought to our attention because we want to make sure we're reaching as many of you as we can. Love y'all, and we really appreciate you doing this.